0: Good day. This is Father Jim Wallace. I'm speaking from Holy Redeemer Provincial Residence in Washington, D.C. Today is November 7th, Monday of the 32nd week of the year. Our reading today is from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause sin will inevitably occur, but woe to the one through whom they occur. It would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times in one day and returns to you seven times, saying, I'm sorry, you should forgive him. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. New York Times opinion columnist David Brooks had a disturbing column the week before last. He entitled it, The Rising Tide of Global Sadness. He began by noting that over the last 50 years, studies have shown a decrease by half of positive words like love in popular songs and an increase in negative emotion words like hate, anger, revenge. And another place of negativity was to be found in the headlines of 47 news outlets over the last 20 years, again with a greater proportion expressing anger, disgust, fear, and sadness. In addition, this negativity in culture is also found in studies of real life. Between 1990 and 2018, the number of people who, when asked to rate their happiness levels, and who put themselves in the lowest happiness category. This number increased more than 50%. And this was before the pandemic. All this signals what Brooks called a rising tide of misery, not just in the U.S., but throughout the world. What's happening? Well, one cause Brooks' named is hunger. Another is physical misery, daily pain. But the cause he named first was declining community, a lack of community cohesion, a sense of not being respected or connected, watched out for, cared about. Two billion people said they are so unhappy where they live that they would not recommend their community to a friend. I find our gospel today quite relevant to this analysis of our present situation. Jesus offers his disciples three words of advice aimed at community building by his followers. Jesus' first word is a serious warning that his followers not lead others astray, either by their behavior or words. It's a recognition that not all members of the community are at the same level of maturity. And so Jesus says, don't give scandal. And especially he's aware that doing any harm to the little ones. Now, some commentators say this is a reference to the newly baptized. To others, they say, no, it's the ordinary members of the community. And others will say, no, it's children. Well, the importance is here, is the stress on giving good example. And we see the importance of the good example of church leaders in our first reading today from the letter to Titus, with the author's call for the presbyters and bishops of the community to be men of good character and virtue. Now, this first warning is further reinforced by Jesus' word of advice, don't be afraid to correct each other when there's need. And this can take courage, but also be willing to hear another's correction when it comes your way. Responsible love can both give and receive a rebuke. And finally, be a community of forgiveness, a community where people are willing to ask for and give forgiveness. Forgiving is one of the most difficult expressions of love. Forgiveness is not forgetting the harm or hurt another has done, nor is it ignoring it. Forgiveness is an act of virtue, and often it benefits the forgiver who chooses to let go of anger, revenge, hurt feelings. Forgiveness is seldom easy, and often we need God's help to do it, even to want to forgive, or even to want to want to forgive. But ask. Forgiveness is usually a process that takes a decision on our part made over and over again, not just once and forever. Perhaps that's why Luke follows Jesus' three words of advice with the request of the disciples Lord, increase our faith. Jesus' response indicates that what they have is enough. It's not the amount, the quantity, but the quality. But still, I think we can ask, Lord, deepen our faith in the power of God, to work in us and through us, to help us change any situation of community breakdown, of misery, unhappiness, sadness. Send the Holy Spirit to us, Lord, to work with us and through us to form communities of love and care, of justice, peace, and forgiveness. This is Father Jim Wallace. Thank you for listening.